Noted. Yeah. I'm not yeah, a big fan of iced coffee in general. Like, it's fine, but I don't like it as much as just hot coffee. I like it oh, I love a lot, but coffee. I, I, I like, prefer just a plain uh, latte or yeah. something iced. Well, we're just going to come in on that. Uh, what are your coffee preferences? <laughs> Tweet at us, <laughs> at MonsterPodRPG. <laughs> um, if I don't get at least one, I prefer my coffee with alcohol, I'll be really upset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like boozy coffee that much. That was very tasty. I mean, a nice Irish coffee occasionally, but it just kind of gets burny, and then you don't get to enjoy the coffee. That's how I got through my fourth year theater theory class. <laughs> that says a lot about Sadie more than it does about how good alcoholic coffees are. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Welcome to Monster Pod, the podcast where we don't fight monsters. We just talk about Welcome coffee. Welcome to Coffee Pod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. Um, it's a new mystery today because you guys solved my minor puzzle yay yay i mean kind of you did listen you did it you solved a murder i think we did pretty Um, good considering yeah (laughs) i think so there was a whole thing with a pig you guys met a guy named chip chet chip 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 Chip. i love chip and we'll die for him yes chip with a belt buckle as big as the sky is blue (laughs) (laughs) he was a history nerd he was. That's most of the notes that I wrote was Chip Waltrip, history nerd. Well, he was the head of the historical <laughs> society, so he was a professional history nerd. Thank you. Well, I just have dash I mean, you can't nerd. really do much in uh, that town. Well, I it's going to be an interesting... I'm, I'm trying something with this episode. So before we start, why don't we introduce ourselves, who we play, just to refresh people i mean you can kind of tell who travis is by his voice but we're just three white women so we might as well be the same person (laughs) especially with sarah and i with very similar names yes similar accents too i'd say a little bit yeah um all right so i am emily i am your gamekeeper keeper of monsters mother of dragons first of her name Uh, i also sort of play brie dumont a little bit she shows up when it's opportune, and I remember. <laughs> and I am Travis. I play Buddy Norman, your friendly neighborhood cameraman. I'm Sarah. I play Thomason. She's the spooky. She's got magic powers. I'm Sadie. I play Jimmy. He is the initiate, and he is a pain in the ass. This is true. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, you can probably post probably. that to the end of the descriptions of any of our characters at this point, as oh, Emily, yeah. I'm sure, can attest. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Buddy is made of like 90% ass pain. <laughs> you should really go see a doctor about those hemorrhoids. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> um, I was going to say, can that be on a mug? Buddy <laughs> made about 100, 100% ass pain. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to buy that on a mug? <laughs> I would love to buy that on a mug. Um, there is no map for this episode. You won't see one posted until probably the final episode of this arc. Um, just because it's it's a very spoilery map, and I don't want to give anything away. Oh, boy. So I give you guys it's one terrifying. room. You see all the rooms. Uh, Sarah kind of knows what I've been planning because I just drilled her for information. I am the resident uh, expert on... I guess I don't want to spoil what the the thing is, but I'm an right, expert well, on it. We're actually gonna just get in. We're gonna get into it. Does okay. episode have a name? Huh? 
Does this episode have a name? I didn't tell you guys the, the name of the episode until it made sense. Oh, okay. So you'll find out in, I don't know, 20 minutes, however long it takes you guys to get to the location. Yeah, four hours. Makes sense. <laughs> um, all right. So it's been three weeks since your mission in Las Lunas. Um, what have you guys been up to in those three weeks? Um, probably training in fancy new training facilities that I've never had before. <laughs> I want to say Thomason has been drinking. Um, I'm sure she has been doing some of that. Um, but probably some magic training as such. Uh, it is important to note that Thomason is one of the only magic users with the uh, department. Oh, really? Interesting. You guys aren't exactly... Co- yeah, you guys aren't exactly common. True. So, um, yeah. I mean, they've probably got someone who can can help you kind of wrangle those a little bit. Jimmy's also dealt with some magic users before, so we could probably give her some tips as much as he can. But being that he has yes. no actual magic himself, there's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and say, Thomason has before, not had any... Before we move on... Oh. No. I was just going to say, Thomason... Uh, before we move on, I just want to make sure... Sorry, we keep talking over each other. <laughs> Yes, I, just, I want to make sure that everyone is recording through their good mic into Audacity before we go on further. Yep. yep. Just doing a check. Okay. Just wanted to get that out of the way. What is Thomason doing? <laughs> so what I've been trying to say eight times before Emily so rudely interrupted me <laughs> um, was basically like Thomason doesn't have any formal magic training. Like she didn't go to Hogwarts. She just kind of had to learn it herself. She went to a school for that. So, yeah, having some expertise in the form of Jimmy is probably very helpful to her. All right. I wouldn't say that out loud to him. That would be dangerous. Oh, she won't. Don't worry. What, what is, what's Buddy been up to? Uh, Buddy has definitely been pestering uh, TJ, is the name that I wrote down for the tech dude. Yep. Who told us that he can invent anything if we need it. Yes. Uh, I've been seeing if it's possible for him to make a pair of cargo pants with four cargo pockets. <laughs> Double my snack carrying capabilities. Uh, he's, he's not a seamstress. But I mean, that's like next level invention shit and he seems on it. You know what, for shits and giggles, I'm gonna need you to roll manipulate a person. <laughs> I'm pretty good at this. Uh, seven. Okay, um, let me check. So on a seven roll for manipulate someone, um, you'll do it but you have to do something for them in return. Maybe I vacuum up all the crumbs of snacks that I left in his office while I was asking him for new cargo pants. That's just politeness. Well, yeah, but I'm doing something for no, him. No, in order for him to do this, you are not allowed to ask him for anything uh, for the next, let's say, month. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it's worth it for four cargo short, for four cargo pockets. Can I... Is this like a, a group asking for or just a buddy asking for? Just buddy. For? Okay. I'm, I'm, we yeah, might go ahead. need this. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I'm going to say buddy gets you a pair of four cargo cargo shorts <laughs> made with material that is flame proof. Ooh. Rip proof. Ooh. Blessed by a priest. Does it have a double enforced ass region? Because uh, Buddy's got a big old tushy. I know for a fact Buddy does not have a big tush. <laughs> but he secretly pads it so he looks like he has a big, big. So you have like those shorts, like the Kardashians wear. That's just yeah, <laughs> interesting. Um, so yeah, just for 
share inventiveness. Uh, take one armor for anything that tries to attack you Damn. on your legs. All right. Also, Damn. because you don't really have any weapons. I got a longboard that protects me and my butt region protected. Yep. Because <laughs> that's all you can do in a fight. <laughs> Just not die. Yep. <laughs> Super helpful. Okay. So that's what you've been doing for the last uh, three weeks. I'm going to say the TJ asking for ship ban uh, will encompass this episode. So don't ask. Good to know. <laughs> All right. It is 5 a.m. You have been summoned to the briefing room where Bree is waiting for you. There is a scan of a handwritten letter up on the main screen when you enter the room. What I'm does the letter say? That no one is I, happy about being awake mm-hmm. at 5 a.m. Going to give you guys a chance to settle in and complain about it being 5 a.m. before I read you the letter. Why are we here? I'm just gonna just All gonna right. straight up complain. Buddy right. is probably mostly asleep. Okay. Uh, just for the record, this will be a very listening and reading comprehension filled episode. Oh so, no. Yes. <laughs> The letter, which is written in very, very nice, but very, very spiky uh, calligraphy, says, Dearest Paranormal Observation Department, I hope this letter finds you well. Please consider this a formal invitation to come spend a day at my new house. The owners have been kind enough to let me borrow it to test a group of your hunters. Please send the best you have, and we shall see how they fare. Yours truly, His Royal Highness, Prince K. Are we really the best hunters that you have? No, you're not the best hunters we have. <laughs> Good, because I'm arrived three- about to be a little worried. Low worried. We got this letter three hours ago. Someone left it at the reception desk outside our protective magical circle, which I don't know if you guys knew that, but... No. Mm. Good to know. <laughs> uh, so research looked into the return address, and it's an escape room in Santa Barbara. Buddy is pumped. Like the owners had a pre hmm? like one of those puzzle rooms. Yeah, we contacted the owners. I guess uh, about a week ago, they had a priest come in to bless the property after people complained about poltergeist activity, and one of the guests disappeared. I mean, I feel like that's probably not great for a business. Are we sure they didn't just get murdered or something? Well, according to the exorcist that was brought in, it's pretty clearly a demon. Oh well, if the exorcist says it, then sure. <laughs> that's why they're sending us because you are one of our only magic users who's not already on a mission cool great i i don't think we're gonna be able to kill this one so the director wants us to go in play his game figure out how to banish it and then make sure to record everything for you know studying and research are we supposed to like bring it back oh god no we just need to figure out how to banish it okay good Research is working on finding a banishment smell. <laughs> banishment smell? <laughs> I think Buddy can cook one I mean, of those up. Smells it. <laughs> Research is working on finding a banishment spell, but they can be pretty specific, and we need to know the demon's name before we can, you know, do that. We can just start guessing names. Like, watch this. Like, Steve, Fred, Jeff, Bob. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Oh, that's probably. I feel like it. we would that's die about five names in. Why don't we <laughs> head out to the uh, to the the jet? I can't. It's too early. <laughs> All right. So as you guys are the headed out to the on the jet, <laughs> at, yes. As you guys are headed out to the jet, I will need Sadie and Sarah, Thomason and Jimmy to make their start of the mystery rolls. Oh, right. Yes. 
Um, I'm ready if you want me to go first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that is a nine plus weird 11. So on a 10 plus, right. you get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen. You play. You take plus one forward to prevent it from coming true. Okay. In that case, uh, all right. So Thomason, on your way out to the jet, you briefly have a vision of a kitchen window surrounded by shredded curtains. You smell something that... It's probably death. Death and farts, I'm going to (laughs) say. And that's your vision. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) All right, Jimmy, what do we got? Uh, I rolled a nine. So it's uh, on a seven to nine. You get some, you get a mission associated with the mystery. And if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. Okay. So the uh, sect isn't, super happy with you right now because you did not successfully complete the last mission they gave you? No, I did not. So when you contact your sect to fill them in um, and you tell them that it's a demon, they would like you to see what kind of deal you can make with this demon um, or get intel on something the demon might know that you currently don't. Okay. NBD. And as a result, they will help you kind of research what you need to do. Cool. Sounds good. If you I can, mean, not really, but like... <laughs> if you can find out the name of the demon and get in contact with them, they can be very helpful. Good to know. All right. Uh, you guys, buddy, do you want to roll to see what kind of snacks you get? Oh, yeah. Snack <laughs> roll. What am I adding to my snack roll? I think that would be a uh, charm. Charm? Yeah, I could charm some snacks up. Oh, yeah. That is an excellent roll. That is an 11. Nice. <laughs> uh, there's a basket of snacks on the plane uh some cracker jacks some cheetos right on flaming hots Ooh, i think i got those fire resistant pants some of those pepperoni <laughs> sticks and uh that should do it all right is there those take up pockets coffee. uh four three and two leaving pocket one still open for more snack <laughs> don't you have like gear I mean, the only, I have, like, my cameras and stuff like that, so I've got, like, cases in a backpack, probably. Okay, you have a backpack. Just needed yeah. to clarify. It's where I keep my drone and cameras. <laughs> All right, you guys arrive in Santa Barbara and take your rental car to an older part of town where you drive up to a pink Queen Anne-style house. Uh, real quick, were we able to upgrade that rental car to a convertible so we could roll in a convertible in Santa Barbara? <laughs> roll charm. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not as good, but still good enough. That's a eight. It's got a moonroof. Okay. A bigger moonroof? Yeah. Okay. Kind of like the size of the one in your dad's Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Buddy is definitely just like popping out that as they're rolling down like some beach word street and just like not like he doesn't have a bottle of champagne because it was too early in the morning and he didn't think about it, but he's definitely got a cup of coffee and he's just pretending like he's all like on a big old party. <laughs> you pull up to a pink Queen Anne style house. There's a driveway that goes up by the side of the house, which you go down towards a carriage house in the back near the garden. On the carriage house, there's a sign that says hidden staircase escape house and smaller under that main office. You guys get out of the car. Yep. Yep. Um, so I'm assuming we're going to start with like the main office. I mean, you can look around the grounds. You can do what you got to do. Um. Shouldn't we yeah, try I mean, to find so there's... Prince K first? The dude who invited us there? 
That's why I figured the main office might be a good start. But if you think he hangs out in his office and not his house, I don't know. I don't know the guy. I don't know. Buddy just screams, "Prince K, we're here!" Nothing. And waits for a response. Nothing. Not even something tells me that's not what the finest hunters would do. Um. (laughs) So does it? So it says escape room hidden staircase and main office like is it like three separate lines no it's hidden staircase escape house like that's the name of where you are right oh okay they're not gonna label a hidden staircase (laughs) hey i don't know (laughs) we need to take sadie to an escape room (laughs) guys i can't solve it it doesn't say the key is here on any of these boxes Alice in Wonderland, she at least had like the like eat me and drink me signs on everything. Yeah, that didn't work yeah. out very well. It was a pretty fun trip. Somebody watched the Tim <laughs> Burton Alice trip. in Wonderland the other day. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So, all right. Bree is going to lead you towards the front office. Yes, let's go there. Okay. Uh, as you enter, you enter a carriage house that's set up like an office, staffed by only a slightly greasy surfer with a name tag that says Seth. Behind him, you can see a set of surveillance screens and a dock with several walkie-talkies. What's up, Seth? We're here for uh, Prince K. Sup? I don't really know who that is. Uh, Prince Boy lives here? He said it was Are you his talking house. about, like, the demon thing that's, like... I don't know. We the- got yes, a letter from probably. some royal boy named Prince K, and he invited us over to his house for a party. You guys want to, like, go through the house? think so is that where prince k is i i mean i don't really know who that is i just know that something's real weird in that house why southern why am i going (laughs) southern (laughs) you always go southern it's just an alabama boy who moved out to the beach i've been working real hard on like my keanu like (laughs) dude It's just like in What's My Number when Anna Ferris goes Borat after trying to do an English accent. It's it's just, it's where you go. Um, <laughs> my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, Seth, you said there's some weird stuff going on. Anything uh, you saw personally? I mean, I was here when that guy went missing, but I didn't see anything. I just kind of stay in this place and monitor the groups. So, like... I didn't see anything. Not even on the cameras? No. Guy just went into a closet, never came out. Do you guys record these? Yeah. Think we could get our hands on the recording of the day the guy went missing? I can take a look. It it erases itself after 24 hours. So that was a week you, ago. You didn't pull it and save it after someone went missing in your a stupid escape room? Missing? I mean, like, no. <laughs> thanks seth <laughs> super helpful i are you the uh, group of three that made the reservation to do a private house tour probably i well, i mean we are a group of three and we are thanks uh, yes thanks guys yes yes thanks. yes 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 that is us i mean can we upgrade it to a group of four no not even if we give you like a little extra money no no um no. Bree has pushed past him and is already at the screens and picking up walkie-talkies. And uh, she brings you each a walkie-talkie, hands it to you. It's like, the letter said that he wanted you to do us, to do the house. I don't trust this fucking idiot back here. 
No. So I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay and monitor and try to figure out how to get the recordings off. You guys are gonna go in the house. Great. All right. I mean, that's that's a pretty decent plan. Can you give us hints and stuff like as you go? I mean, yeah, I can try. I I've never done one of these things. I'm assuming Seth has some sort of script. Do you can't imagine he's doing this off the top of his head? I mean, we can see, but do you really want to trust this guy for answers? <laughs> I mean, no, but like, I don't see him like actually coming up with the answers. He's got to have like a legitimate script to go off of. Otherwise, he'd just be like, I don't know, dude, go left, maybe, or right. Well, you would <laughs> think. No, that sounds like a Seth thing to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can hear you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust him, and I don't trust this house. Well, that's fair. So, do you guys like want me to take you in or yes yeah, let's Seth, just, we would like you to take us go. in yeah all right so you guys have your walkie-talkies you have your gear an amount that you can carry throughout a house buddy <laughs> i don't think your drone is going to come in handy inside a house but you know i mean it's one of my only few things i have that's true uh so seth leads you down the garden path towards the front door of the house um when you reach the front porch he keys a number into a keypad on the front door and it opens um so you are ushered into a long room with thick dark blue and green carpeting down the length of it. The walls are covered with Art Deco wallpaper in the same colors. On the wall, there's some old photos. Uh, there's a side table with some of those, like a side table and a vase with some of those big ass peacock feathers in it. Uh, maybe some figurines. It's You're in the entryway and there's nothing else. Um, on the other side of the front door, you see a similar keypad is on the front. Uh, Seth kind of gestures in. He doesn't immediately walk into the room. Um, he kind of stays on the other side of the threshold. He's like, right through there, uh, the doors are numbered. At the end, you'll find a like code to get out. So this door locks automatically. So we need to find the somewhere in the house there's a code to put into that keypad and get out, correct? Yeah. Great. Can you just give us that code now? No. It changes. So it's it's don't worry about it. It's not a hard house. I pull out a handful of hot Cheetos and try to bribe him with a handful of hot Cheetos. (laughs) Sorry, dude. Heartburn. Ah shit. (laughs) Gotta play it a win, my dude. Uh, he points towards the end of the hallway where there is a heavy wooden door with a gold number one hanging on it. Uh, after he points, well, he, he says, have fun, guys, and then closes the door and you hear it click locked behind you. Cool. That's ominous. <sighs> yep. Um, can I, Thomason, uh, look at the pictures on the wall and just kind of see what those are about? You yeah. They were old um, photographs. Yeah. I can tell you right now it's just a bunch of old photographs of like that you probably got at a like vintage store they're just decoration okay nothing meaningful nah not really you're not I mean, lying this is to a me. house that was i <laughs> i am not lying to you this was a house that was built and refurbished to house this escape room okay it's kind of like the house where this is going to appeal to like four people but the house where we shot goodwin house where they restored it and just decorated it so it looked victorian Yes. Okay. Yeah, they really leaned into that hard. Yep. Hard. All right. So you're in this like vestibule entryway area. There's one door. I think we have oh, to go through two that doors, door. But there's you guys gonna yeah, go through the door marked one. Let's yes. do it. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, you enter the door marked one to enter a, a sitting room with an antique couch, two armchairs, a coffee table in front of a fireplace. The mantle is decorated with more framed pictures, figurines, like maybe some nice paperweights. Uh, the walls by the fire are wallpapered with a different Art Deco wallpaper, and the rest are draped with a green velvet fabric so there is no visible exit or windows. Like I said, the only doors are the ones you came in and then one on the wall to your left. The fireplace is on the back wall to your right, um, and the door that's not the one you came in with is locked, but it bears a gold number four. Four? Oh. So we, we're skipping a couple if we go that Buddy way. Buddy is definitely just looking at his fingers and trying to go from one to four. Did the door lock behind us? Staring at the number. <laughs> no, it did not. Okay. Um, on the same wall as the locked door, there is a large grandfather clock and a marble statue of Hercules with one hand by his side and the other arm raised so that his hand is level with his face. Marble statue. One arm is by his side and the other is level with his face like it's like palm facing out or like palm facing. Palm facing his face. Like he's waving? Palm facing. Uh, Yeah, but it's his, it's a right angle to his face. Oh, Oh, okay. Like he's doing the like. There's a dance. Like move. he's gonna put his like thumb on his nose and like he's doing fingers. a karate chop. <laughs> looks like he's yes. <laughs> it's a blue chicken out in front. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um. So one arm by his side, one hand is karate chopping. What time does the grandfather clock say? Does it say like the correct time? Yes. Uh, okay. I'm gonna try moving the grandfather clock so like the. The minute hand is going down and the hour hand is going up. It's like short arm pointing up with the short arm and then long hand going with... You've just made the clock incorrect. Okay. (laughs) As you guys are waffling, you see a shadow underneath the door that you entered through and an envelope slips under it. Um, Oh, joy. Open the envelope. Yes. Inside the envelope, there is just a heavy piece of parchment-y paper that has... The words, hold tight, hold strong, he won't go down easy. He won't go down easy? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, this episode is titled Hell House. Of course it is. Great. May I be the first to say fuck you? Um, <laughs> it could be Monster Pod and the Mystery of the Hidden Staircase. <laughs> like a Nancy Drew novel. Um, I, Can I go and inspect the Hercules statue and like see if I can... like? move it or if it moves at all in any kind of way like the arm moves yeah if you want to roll me investigate a mystery okay cool oh hold on dice roller does not like that i had a minus in there before that is a eight um yeah you get one question okay um what is being concealed here. Um, you can see that there is a wall behind the green velvet um, okay. and a protrusion that might be a doorknob immediately uh, to like, Hercules's left. I would like to try and grab that protrusion. You try to grab the protrusion and it is a doorknob, but it doesn't turn. Uh, Boo. Um, can I move the, the green fabric aside? Is there like a number on the door? Yeah, it says two. Oh, nice. That is where we need to go. Cool. Well. Um, Okay, so there's a door behind the Hercules, which means probably something to do with the Hercules. Um, It's not immediately behind it. It's like next to it. To the left of him? Yeah. 
Okay. Is the grandfather clock on the other side of it, or is it? Yeah. Can Thomason search, like, the tables and the couches? Yeah, she can do that if you want to investigate a mystery. I will do that. Uh, let's see, it's an 8 plus sharp. So, a 9. Yeah, you get one hold. Hmm. I guess what is being concealed here again? I don't know. Uh, you're looking at the ta- you're looking at the tables and the couch. Yeah, like is there anything hidden? Are there any like drawers I can open? Is there anything between Absolute- the cushions? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Well, that was a waste of a good roll. Um, Bree comes in on your walkie-talkie and uh, asks, uh, "What what was on that paper?" Uh, a weird note from a ghost said, "Hold tight, hold strong. He won't go down easy." Yeah, Bree thinks about it for a second and she's like, "There's only one he in the room." Uh, buddy walks up to that Hercules and he told, holds it tight and he holds it strong. Are you giving it a hug? Yeah. Okay, that's not going to do anything. Um, well, do you want to try arm wrestling him? You can Someone definitely wanna... try if you want to roll me a kick some ass roll. Ooh, I'm great at that. <laughs> uh, let's see, what's my plus tough? <laughs> minus one. <laughs> and I rolled it's a t- minus tough at this point. So, uh, that's a one. Okay, good. basically just kind of like high five the statue and not even well, it's just like, eh. (laughs) (laughs) On the plus side, I marked experience and leveled up. Cool. What would you like to do with your level up? Uh, That's a great question. Um... Would you like to increase your plus tough? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's useless to me. This is the first kick some ass roll I've ever done, actually. Um, you know, I think I, I get one of my level up things is take another spooky move. And what I think might come in handy on this little mystery is the sight. You can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. You may communicate with, maybe even make deals with the spirits you see, and they give you more opportunities to spot clues when you investigate a mystery. Okay. So I'm going to take that. Um, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So you high five the statue so badly that you gain a new power. <laughs> uh, Buddy sees that happen and goes to try, hoping to fail and get a power. Arm wrestle? Arm wrestle, yeah. Okay. No, I think, well, since he saw a high five, he's going to try to high five it really hard. That's not going to do anything. It's what he's trying to do because okay. it's what he saw. Okay. I rolled a seven plus, oh, tough, which is zero. High fiving. <laughs> Okay, so you high-fived it, and you noticed the arm moved a little bit to the left. Then it snapped right back. Ooh. I go to arm wrestle it this time. Can okay. I? Can I? Can I try? Uh, buddy has <laughs> taken his turn. And move the- <laughs> It's like a video game. He's got to do it. Uh, it's a nine. Um, yeah, okay. So you arm wrestle this statue, and the arm with your giant man powers uh, snaps to the left. And as you do so, the curtain next to Hercules whips back, and you hear something in the door click. Nice. Oh, cool. I try the door handle. It opens. Ooh. Woohoo. Amazing. Da, 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 da. We solved the entire puzzle. Let's go home and have a nap about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you open the door, and you are in a very, very dark kitchen. Uh, you can tell there's some real nice t- uh, tile. The stove is one of those big, old-timey wood-burning things. Um, like I said, the room is almost dark because there are thick curtains hanging over the window above the sink. 
But the really important thing that you guys have to notice in this room is that there's a ghoul that's currently dragging itself out from under the dining table. It's a five-foot-tall, hunched humanoid creature with gray skin that looks rubbery to the touch. Yes, I know there were ghouls in our D&D game yesterday. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, the skin that you can see is rubbery, but bits of skin are falling off of its elongated, fanged face. Uh, its hands look they they may have been human, but have elongated into gnarled claws. Its eyes are black voids. You can feel it boring into you as it smells fresh meat. This is fake, right? Buddy runs behind Jimmy. Someone please tell me. That's the smartest. This is fake. Jimmy pulls out his sword. The ghoul roars at you, and its breath is awful. Great. Buddy with a very shaky Um, hand pulls out the blade of his pocket knife. Okay. Um, (laughs) Jimmy is gonna. (laughs) Jimmy's gonna try and step. Is gonna step forward and um, try and. Take a swipe at the ghoul, so that's going to be... I'm going to kick some ass. Mm-hmm. Let's hope I actually kick some ass, because I don't get spooky <laughs> powers when I fail. Oh, it's an eight. All right, so you take... Are you swiping at it, or are you jabbing at it with your sword? Um, I'm going to swipe down at it. Like, I'm just going to slice it. Okay, so you manage to slice down uh, and, like, rip a pretty good gash in its chest. Mm-hmm. Um, but in return, it also swipes at you and catches your hand with a uh, scrape, and it, you take one harm. Cool, 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 cool. Don't let it scratch you. <laughs> Good uh, advice, thanks. Hold up his longboard shield and attempt to just uh, jab one of its eyes out with his pocket knife. Doesn't have eyes. Oh. Black voids. Well, he's still going to jab in the eye hole area. <laughs> uh, roll me some, kick some ass. Yeah, that's a seven. Um, so you do that. And you feel it connect with what's probably its brain, and it screams and also kind of lashes out with its claws. So you take a scratch on your upper arm that's not holding the shield. No, with both my plus one armors, I still take a damage. Mm. No, it's a light scrape, so you don't take damage. From okay, yeah. scratch. Ooh. Oh, the ghoul is very, very upset, and it kind of sniffs out because no eyes can't really see dark in there and it's going to lunge towards uh thomason very cool um can you said there were like thick curtains hanging from the walls are they yes. kind of long like floor length like what are we um they're thick curtains hanging over what would be the window above the sink so they're short but they're very thick and that's blocking all of the light that would come in through that one window okay i think she is going to use her powers to i don't know if it's a use magic roll Probably it would be yes. If um, you're using I want to like basically like pull the curtains down and kind of fling it at the ghoul's face. Okay, roll me use magic. Uh that was an eight plus two, a ten. Yeah, you absolutely do that. Um, and on a ten, you, you get bonuses, don't I? Get to pick one extra effect. Uh, you know, let's just inflict some harm on it. Uh, extra harm. Yeah. So I think. All yeah. right. So you use your magical mind powers to rip these curtains down and hurl them at the ghoul. Um, And as you do so, you take the curtains off the windows. So the sunlight comes streaming in, hitting the ghoul, causing his skin to start sizzling. Um, He takes four harm and kind of just like melts into a weird bubbly puddle with some like chunky bits. Uh, uh, Gross. Gross. All right. 
You have solved my ghoul puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) So that probably wasn't part of the escape room. I'm going to go with no. Um, So there was an old timey stove and a ghoul. What else can we see in the room now that there's no ghoul trying to kill us? Behind the, the table, you see a door marked three. Behind the table. Behind the table, okay. behind where the ghoul was. Are there any kitchen cupboards or anything like that? No. Well, I mean, yes, but... Can I start searching through those? Yeah. Is that an investigate a mystery? Yes. Can I just say you don't need to? <laughs> uh, buddy walks up and checks the door labeled three. Yeah, it opens. Oh! Oh! There we go. That's helpful. <laughs> uh, keep searching, though. See if there's any loose snacks. It's a, it's a show house. There's nothing there in the cabinet. There might be loose snacks. Seth works here. He's going to hide shit somewhere. Doesn't work in the house. Cool. So the door is open. Let's go through it. All right. You enter a dining room with a large table in the center, six chairs around it. Um, There's plates and stuff laid out on the table, big chandelier. Around the edges, there are four paintings. One painting is of a large moss-covered boulder with a small boy on it. One is of a graveyard. Another painting has a picture of a snowy mountain pass. And the fourth is a woman holding a puzzle box. And there is a sheet of paper laying on the table. What does the sheet of paper say? This is where we get into all the fucking poetry I had to write for this episode. <laughs> uh, the sheet of paper says in, the, in nice calligraphy, uh, Dear friends, you've reached an impasse. Outwitted the last, but still interred. Of course, you can always solve this puzzle. Remember, leave no stone unturned. So we've reached an impasse. What was that second? Outwitted the last, but still interred. Still interred. Okay. Outwitted the last, but still interred. Interred could be graveyard. Yeah. So... Alas, you can still solve the puzzle. Is that what you... Of course, you can always solve this puzzle. Yep. Remember, leave no stone unturned. Stone unturned. So there's a line okay. for each of the paintings. Yeah, the pass is going to be the snowy mountain. Uh, the second verse is the graveyard. Third verse, the puzzle thing, is the lady with the puzzle box. Fourth verse yes. is the boulder with the boy on Yes. Can Thomason go over and like flip over the painting of the mountain pass? Yes. Uh, you do that, and in bright red paint, it says there. T-H-E-R-E. Oh, I don't like this. Okay. Okay. I guess Buddy checks the graveyard one? The back of the graveyard has the same red paint and the word is. Is. And the lady um, with the puzzle box? Uh, the lady with the puzzle box has no written on the back of it. All right. And then no. the boulder oh. with the boy there. The boulder with the boy says door. I don't there like this message. No... It says there is no door. Yeah. Well, Did Buddy say that? Fucking yes. great. As soon as Buddy <laughs> says the phrase, there is no door, a music box on a side table in the dining room opens and reveals a small key. Buddy lets out a little shriek when that happens and throws a hot Cheeto at it. Now there's a key and a hot Cheeto in the music box. Jimmy goes and and grabs both the key and the hot Cheeto, eats the hot Cheeto, and just like takes the key and heads back out of the room. The key has a tag on it with a number four. Yeah, we know where four is. It's in the other room. Oh, yeah. So can we just backtrack? Yes, and we are going to end the episode... There. Okay. So okay. you guys did really, really well on that puzzle. I was concerned. But um, I'd like to point out if you notice that the first letter of each of the lines of the poem 
I've already forgotten what the poem was. It spells door. Oh. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. That is very clever. Good job. Good work. Um, You're very smart and I hate you. Are you guys enjoying your puzzle fest? Always. You guys are doing very well. How do we usually end episodes? I forgot. Uh, we do our whole spiel. Uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at MonsterPodRPG. And you can find us on the interweb at MonsterPod.Pizza. And thanks to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at LisaSpiller.com. And thank you to Gumbel for our theme song. Um, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, all of that stuff. It helps people find us. Um, well, this was fun. I love puzzles. Yeah. Eight ending episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Love puzzles. We're and almost eight as good episodes. as those as we are with doors. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.